This podcast is sponsored by Oasis, a Paychex company. Oasis provides small and medium-sized businesses with an all-in-one solution to simplify back-office complexities like payroll, benefits, HR, and compliance. Let Oasis take care of the HR administration so you can focus on growth, your customers, and continue to run your business fearlessly. Learn more at oasisadvantage.com slash podcast. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. That draws us to Love is this love that I'm feeling 
gonna get married I'm sure you're thinking Many waters cannot quench it. True love is strong as death. The floods cannot drown it. Whatever God does, it shall be forever. Love is strong as death. It shall be forever. love and tension I'm sure you're thinking Ooh. Oh, this is so good to hear Love is strong as death Many waters cannot quench it True love is strong as death The floods cannot drown it be 
Amen. Amen. How many of you are having a great time? It's time for the word of God. Amen. The sweetest part of the service. And if you're excited as I am, make some noise and let's welcome our father, Bishop Daggett Mills. Thank you for the blessing that we are receiving now as we are in your presence. We are glad. Guide us by your mighty spirit. Lead us by your mighty Holy Spirit. We ask in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. My subject this evening is the reactionary anointing. Reactionary anointing. It is the red reactionary means different things. One of the things it means is counteracting, antagonistic, conflicting, contrary, resistant, oppositional, contestatory. It's a powerful word. Retaliatory. Vengeful. Matthew chapter 12, verse 31. Wherefore, verse 30, he that is not with me is against me, he gathered not with me, he scatters abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. But the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Alright? So, the Holy Spirit is God and the Holy Spirit uh, is quite um, the best word I can think of is reactionary to people who don't um, take their time with him and where he is. Alright? Now, Jesus said this um, in reaction to verse 24 of Matthew 12. Verse 23, all the people were amazed and said, is this not the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said it, This fellow does not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. Then Jesus started to speak from verse 25. 
and explain if Satan cast out Satan and if I cast out by, by 28, if I cast out devil by the spirit of God. But they were talking about the spirit he had. Alright? And then um, he went on to say that wherefore I say unto you all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven men. But the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven. Are you still there? So you, you need to be careful when you are dealing with the Holy Spirit. Because he's a little different from Jesus. What do you think? He's different. Amen. He's quite different. And um, you got to be careful with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 4. And grieve not. Ephesians 4 verse 30. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. All right. Whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. So you don't have to grieve the Holy Spirit. The word grieve uh, partly means to offend. So don't offend the anointing. Amen. Are you excited about that? Don't offend the anointing. Whereby you are sealed. Careful. With the anointing. And therefore. Careful with the anointed. Yeah. Now. If 1 Thessalonians 5.19. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Amen. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. So be careful not to quench the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a little different from the other parts of the Godhead. All right? Now, God wants to anoint you and put his Holy Spirit on you greatly. You cannot do much unless God empowers you. Perhaps the greatest reason why you cannot do much is, you know, two main things. One is your flesh. Because you are just a normal person. And you are already in difficulty. How many are in difficulty? And then apart from that. The presence of devils. Alright. The presence of devils. Fights against. You know, 
what you need to do. Now, I want to tell you something so that you start believing early. It's, some people are going to have visions, but, but not everybody has a vision like you see a devil there. You know? So, you have to know the symptoms of devils present. And you have to believe the word of God. There are devils everywhere, but their presence is more depending on the symptoms you, you see. You know? Like if I see somebody sneezing a lot, and having a running nose, it's caused by a virus called the rhinovirus. So the rhinovirus is working. It's present. I don't, and the virus is so small that you need what is called an electron microscope, which is taller than this building, to see the virus. You can see parasites with a normal micro, microscope and even the bacteria. But a virus needs this huge thing. It's far smaller than a bacteria. We have three things, bacteria, parasites, and virus. So you just look for symptoms. Ebola virus, you need a huge thing to see. That's why it's difficult to test. All right? So you have to be careful. Just the presence of certain symptoms should know there's a lot of devils there. When you, send, when you see a lot of murder, when there's a lot of killing, the Bible says Satan was a murderer from the beginning. So when you see killing of people, murder, you should know that that devils, a lot of devils in a place working. Satan is working. When you see accusations, accusations, you know, people who make allegations, accusations, and fault finding, you know, you can, um, because it's one of the names, of, it's one of his titles. Before you were born, thousand years before you were born, he has been there. And that is his title, the accuser. When you sense a lot of opposition, opposition, you can know the presence of devils. It's real. They are there. What I'm, I'm saying is very important because not likely... If I don't have to assume that you will have a vision to see, your eyes will open and I can see. You know, one time I was lying on my bed and my eyes opened like this pole. There was a pole on my bed and I saw a crab. I, I saw the crab walking on the, on the pole of the bed. And I got, ha, ah, what is that? And then it, it disappeared. Yeah. You, you may not see, but it's there. So a lot of opposition, resistance to you. He said, your adversary or your opposer opposes you. So when you sense a lot of opposition, you should know the presence of devils. Then when you say a lot of temptation, temptation, a lot of devils. A lot of devils. Temptation, temptation. It's not a good thing to be tempted. No, no, no. Temptation is not a good thing at all. 
I mean, you must believe God to avoid being tempted. It's, it's a bad thing because you can easily fail. You know, when doctors pass their exams, if you were to do the examination two weeks later, some of those who pass will easily fail. If you are a doctor, you can ask the nearest doctor. Those who passed two weeks ago, if they do it again, they can easily fail. The same people who passed. Easily. It's the easiest thing. If you come even the next day, you can fail. It's not a good thing to be tempted and tested, tested. We are testing you to see something about you. Then when you see a lot of lying and deceiving, he's the father of lies. Remember these, these are ancient titles. When you say his excellency, your your honorable his excellence there are ancient titles given for reasons it's a reason why he's called excellency before you came so when somebody is called father of lies (laughs) you will learn to be allergic to lies when people lie to you you will learn to be to take note very seriously. Some of you are going to marry somebody who has lied to you. You found out that you found out what the person was lying, and the person has explained it, explained the lie to you. Liars are some of the best explainers of things. You've never met a liar before. Explanation you would see explanation, you would you will see the explanation power. In the end, you think you are, you, are, you are the one who is having a problem. Deception. And then you see, then you can know that the Lord of devils. Yeah. Now, in politics, you see a lot of these things. So when you are going into politics, you have to be very careful. You can be swallowed up. Diseases also. Presence of diseases. Because insects, Lord of Bel- Lord of Fly, Belzebub. When they use that title on Jesus, that is why he quoted this thing that you will be forgiven for you will be forgiven for so many things. But when they use that Belzebub this thing on him. He didn't like it at all. That's what he made that quotation. I mean, he has been talking about forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. He didn't like it at all. Yes. He touched the wrong button. He touched the wrong button. In politics, you have a lot of deception. I was explaining to a Christian the other day. I said, if you are a Christian and you are a polit, you have to learn how to speak. You don't have to lie. And there is a way you can go about it so that you don't tell lies. Because you yourself don't believe what you are saying. But you are explaining it with points on television. Ah. <laughs> Your job is to tell a lie. You know how to speak. Because it cannot be that Christians should not be in, in politics. You still have to be. 
but you have to know how so that you don't become a liar. Where there is deception. What are the things I said? Temptations. Murder. Killing. That's why we shouldn't have that in Ghana. When you start to see it. You know, one day I went to a country and uh, in the night, we had a crusade in the night. I couldn't sleep. I was attacked. When I, when I close my eyes, and I'm attacked by demons. Yeah. And that country had a lot of murder. A lot of killings. Killing is like nothing. And I, and I said to myself, I sense more demons here than all the places I've been to. Including places which are traditionally known for witchcraft. No, it was not like that at all over there. This one I could sense and I was wondering that why here? Because there are a lot of believers, but you see where there is killing of people you know it's the symptom of the presence of devils. Yes. Alright, I don't even know how we got into all these things. But what I'm telling you huh? what I'm telling you is that you need to be conscious of the presence of spirits. And you are spiritual. So you must be spiritual. And you must know that the Holy Spirit is a reactionary Holy Spirit. And he reacts to negative things that he doesn't like. You don't have to touch certain things when it comes to God. Okay? That is why Jesus um, quoted this verse. Because they were mentioning. Uh, he said, he, yeah, he will forgive. But he's just telling the people that the Holy Spirit doesn't like certain things. Alright? Now, I was explaining to you why it's not easy to succeed. And it's because of the presence of devils. Yes. And your flesh. And I was telling you that all these things, it it prevents you from doing opposition. I notice a lot of opposition to things that I'm doing. Even do this, you are trying to do this, you you sense difficulty, struggle. Just a simple thing. It becomes a struggle. And I've learned that it's demons. And I've learned to bind them. Curse them. Lift up firewalls against them. Are you still around? So now, the Holy Spirit on you, the Holy Spirit on you is the anointing on you. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. He has anointed me. So the anointing is not engine oil. The anointing is the Holy Spirit himself. The substance is not engine oil or olive oil, but the Holy Spirit. So, unfortunately, when you strike me, if I'm covered with oil, when you hit me, you find yourself hitting the oil first. When you hit me, and I'm all covered with oil, you find that you've hit, you've slapped the oil. And the oil 
It's a reactionary oil. One thing I'm sure of is that there are many people that go to their graves long before they would have gone to their grave because of what they say and what they do against men of God. One night I was praying certain prayers in the middle of the night and I thought to myself that somebody doesn't know because I was being led by the spirit that there are people that when you touch them and you tamper with them you may not know you may not hear a word even A you may not hear A or B but you, 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 you cannot imagine what is coming on you and against you or oh, you need to be careful yes Now, Jesus is real. So all of you here are going out of this place with anointing. This this includes pastors, non-pastors, businessmen, whatever you are. There's the anointing is for all of God's children. Now, In Psalm 89, verse 19, it says, Then thou spakest in a vision to thy Holy One. You spoke in a vision. Be careful of people who have visions. And said, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. You see, being mighty alone is not enough. Mighty ones need to be helped. God always chooses mighty people. You see, that's why God is choosing, because you are mighty, but it's not enough to be mighty. When he chose Elisha, he told Elijah specifically, you know, there's something marvelous. God really knows your name. He told Elijah, go and anoint Elisha the son of Shaphat, to be prophet in your room. He's plowing <laughs> over there. I mean, it's like a vision that Elijah had far away. He ran away for 40 days and 40 nights. Over there, God told him there of somebody in town who was on his farm. He said, Do you know this guy? Yes. He's going to be the prophet in thy room. So God knows your name. You'll be surprised. How God is choosing you and selecting you tonight. Hallelujah. So he says, I have laid help on one that is lazy. No. All forms of laziness and all types of laziness in your life are cursed tonight in Jesus' name. Be careful about an anointed person because he is being helped. He says, I've laid help. He's being helped. You don't see the help, but he's being helped. You may not see the help, but he's being helped. That's why he's able to do what he's doing. He's being supernaturally helped. I have laid 
help on one that is mighty. Have laid help. He's been helped. Even in his temptations, he's been helped. Even in difficulty, he's been helped. I've laid help on one that is mighty. And I have exalted. So it's God who exalts. Someone that is chosen. So you see, you may be chosen, but not lifted up high. You are being lifted by the power of God in Jesus' name. Yes. Now this is, this is wonderful. It's wonderful. Now, amazing. It's going to get more fantastic. You are going to understand the reactionary. It's very reactionary. I have found David my servant. Now, you see, that's why I say, it's not only pastors who are being, this man is a politician, he's a king. He's a king, his work is ruling, he's not pre-preaching. There are priests for preaching. He said, he's a king. He said, I'm anointing this king with oil. I'm anointing somebody in his work. And you can see, I've anointed David, my servant, with holy oil. I have anointed him. As you listen to this message, again, oil will be coming all over your life. Dripping all over you. Listen, it's going to get exciting. If you stand up now, you'll start flying. You'll be flying by the end of this. Now, look at it. It says, with whom my hand shall be established. So, establishment is not coming from the left or the right but it's coming from the anointing my hand will be established with him solid his hand is firmly upon him establishing him and my arm shall strengthen so the weak man you see standing there like that be careful of the be careful of the person be careful. He's stronger than you can see. He's mightier than you can see. Yes. Supernatural strength. I've laid help on one that is mighty. My, with whom my hand shall be established. And my arm shall strengthen you. All weak in you. Any form of weakness in your life. Receive strength. Receive strength. Receive strength by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Please, take your seats. Take your seats. Please. Anyone who... Listen, if you are in this church, it is good for you to be a pastor. It is great. But I'm also making it very clear. You see, this passage is not even for pastors. It's a passage for a king. A secular ruler. Somebody who goes to war. His main work was fighting. So whatever business you are doing. Whatever work you are doing. Including the ministry. 
Once you are under this banner, the anointing of establishment is upon you. Now, please, notice, the enemy, you see, now is beginning to react. That's why I say, be careful of the anointing and an anointed people. Because the anointing is very concerned with enemies. You'll be surprised. One thing I'm sure of is that there are many people who are in their grave long before they should be because of their reaction to response to anointing and their carelessness. Yes. The enemy shall not exact upon him. Enemies will not be tolerated. Enemies. You've made yourself a mocker. Ridiculing God's anointed. Nor the son of wickedness afflict him. You know, there's a lot of wickedness. Something you should have, somebody is taking it away. When it's your turn, another person comes. When you are about to score, they make the goalpost smaller. Just as you are scoring, the goalpost is made smaller. And your ball goes to the side. Wickedness. But the son of wickedness shall not afflict him. Those who speak against you at meetings, when you are not there, they mention your name and say something negative about you. That changes your position or changes your future. From today, the son of wickedness shall not afflict you. The next one. He, I will beat. I will beat down his foe. I will beat them. I will beat them. I will beat down his foes. I will beat them. You see, these are Bible words showing the reactionary nature of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I will beat down his foes. I will beat them. Beat in the Bible, it says beating. And I'll plague them that hate him. I'll plague them. I'll plague them. You know what is a plague. Hey! I'll plague them that hate him. You know, one time I heard Benny Hinn speaking. He said, look. All his disciples. All, all the disciples of um, Jesus were anointed. And he said, that is why Jesus never said any bad word about Judas. Yes. He said he never said anything about him. Even Judas. He just left him. Yeah. Because he breathed on them. He said, receive the Holy Ghost. 
He was part of the people that went out preaching. Gave you power. Yeah. Hmm. I will beat them. I will plague them. Your enemies will be plagued in Jesus' name. It's I'll beat down his force before his face. You will see them going down. I went to a church once. There was a man who didn't like my kind of preaching. It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon that a lot will like it. And when I finished preaching about loyalty, He took, after I left, he took my book to the pastor of the church. He took my book. It's okay. Okay. He took my book to the pastor of the church and threw it down in front of the pastor. And he said, this is not a book. This is nothing. And he used his leg to stamp on the book. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. He used his leg to stamp on I didn't say. The pastor told me, he said, that very leg that he used to stamp was cut off. Yes. I didn't say. The pastor, the pastor told me. <laughs> he said, the very leg that he used to stamp on the on, on, on my book that I've come to preach on. Yes. Was cut off. Yes. I'll beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. Be careful with anointed people. And many times when they do something you don't like, be careful. Learn to be just easy. Yes. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. And in my name, his horn shall be exalted. You shall be exalted. I'll set his hand also in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. He shall cry unto me, thou art my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. And I will make him my firstborn. Higher than the kings of the earth. You will be a special firstborn. My mercy will I keep for him forever. Hallelujah. Are you excited about the anointing? Sit down. We are, we are on it. Now, we are staying in Psalms. And we are going to Psalm 2. 
Psalm 2. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a useless thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord. And against who? His anointed. Careful now. Everybody say careful now. Then they say let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. God is laughing at your enemies. God is laughing at your enemies. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then you see the reaction. Then he shall speak unto them in his wrath. Yes. And vex them. In his sore displeasure. Amen. Amen. Verse 8. Ask of me. I shall give thee the hidden. For thine inheritance. And the uttermost parts of the earth. For thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. And dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Then his advice is in verse 10. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed. O ye judges of the earth. Be careful. God is always warning people be careful when you are dealing with the anointed. Years ago, some people came to break our walls. We look like we are nothing. It's just a church. But you must be careful. It can never be a blessing. And attacked us. And attacked the the whole church. Church is made up of Christians. Christian means anointed ones. Cannot be a blessing. Cannot turn into a blessing. No, you see, when you are anointed, there are, throughout your life till you die, there are going to be reactions. But the Holy Spirit is more reactionary. And reactionary means retaliatory and counteractive and antagonistic. He responds. So, you have to be very careful. Whoever whatever. Once God is using somebody, learn to keep your distance when it comes to your displeasure. Be careful. God is using many people. Many people. And you must be careful. He says, therefore, O princes of the earth, be instructed. O judges, be wise. Be careful when it comes to the anointing. Yeah. You may think you will do well. But ultimately you will find out that you are just a cursed person. Do you want a curse to be following you? No. No, it's easy to say it now. Easy like that. But you see, there will come a time 
where you may find that, wow. I mean, I want to react to this. Yes. Like the Syrophoenician woman I was preaching about this morning. Jesus called her a dog. In some people see it as being called a dog. It depends on your understanding of the English language. But Jesus was advising, was, was, was making an analogy. And I found in Ghana, when you say certain things, they, they say, are you insulting us? Uh, many times they're not insulting, they're advising or criticizing. But it's not an insult. Jesus was not insulting him, himself when he said, I'll come like a thief in the night. He was not saying, I am a thief. So if I say you come like a thief in the night, are you calling me a thief now? Now I call him, now you say I'm a thief. Now they say we are thieves. It depends on your understanding of the language. So be careful because the Holy Spirit reacts to things. One day I criticized a man of God, you know, and then I became sick. And I was taken to the hospital. And they were going to operate on me. And I, as I was lying on the table, I um, said, Lord, why? Why is this happening to me? They were coming to operate on me. And uh, the Holy Spirit reminded me on the table, on the operating table, of something that I said about a man of God. Yeah, I'm just telling you my experience. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anything but telling you my experience. I don't know what you want to quarrel about. I'm telling you something that I experienced. <laughs> and I'm entitled to my personal experience. <laughs> That's what I experienced. But it was too late. The operation was not even successful. Yes. One thing that I am sure about is that there are many people go down before they should go down. And it's because of a lack of carefulness about the anointing and the anointed. He reacts that's why Jesus quoted that verse. To say, hey, <laughs> you are talking about the spirit that I'm operating by. Psalm 105. Psalm 105. Psalm 105. Verse 12. When they were but a few men in number, yea, very few and strangers in it. When they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another, God's people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. God doesn't allow people to do wrong to his anointed. He suffered, no, suffered is an old word. But he allowed. 
Yea, he reproved kings. Kings, oh. Heads of states are rebuked for, because of men of God. Yeah. Saying, saying, touch not my anointed. Don't even touch them. And do my prophets no harm. Don't even touch. Huh? Don't touch them. Go back again. We read it. You can understand it better now. When they were few, and that was one of the things that God likes to do. By the way, be careful. Weak-looking things. You know, I was standing with Bishop Oedipo. Little man. He's a little man. Even he didn't look so stable, you know. He was stable, but like, he almost looked as if the wind could blow him. He was so light. You, you should be careful. And when there were but few, very few and strangers in it. The next verse. When they went from one nation to another, wandering, it's like they are not even stable. Churches in classrooms, little things. You think, so pastor, with this man, doesn't have a car. He's just smelling. His mouth is smelling. When they went from one nation to another. Next verse. He, he, he did not allow people to do them wrong. And you do somebody wrong when you paint stories about the person that are not. People cannot even recover from the stories. Recently, I know somebody who killed herself in whatever because they did something on social media. She just committed suicide. After some years, she said, it's, it's, I, can't, I, don't, I can't live again. Yeah. He suffered no man to do them wrong. And he reproved kings for their sakes. Same as he was rebuking them, he was saying, don't touch my anointed, don't touch. And do my prophets no harm. He's reactionary. When you touch his anointed, he doesn't like it. Are you still there? Yeah. You know, you must have a proper respect for the anointing. Yeah. If you don't, you don't know what you are dealing with. When I was in uh, medical school, in the zoology lab, we had a viper that was lying there. And everybody had a proper respect. Proper respect for that snake. You better have it. If you don't have it, you'll be shocked. And one man thought he knew what he was doing. Right before my eyes. He removed the top of the glass. The viper was just lying there. It is called in Ghana Onanka. I think it means, what does it mean? It's sleeping or the snake that sleeps. I don't know, but that is what it looks like. And he took, he, he just, it was like he slipped. In fact, it was first discovered in Gabon. So it's called the Gabon Viper. And, and it's like sleeps, it's like it lies there. So they even thought it was harmless because you could even stroke the horns. And it will just be looking at you like that. <laughs> you stroke the horns. Right before our eyes. 
And the man was scratched right there. We were all looking. Zoology lab. Legon. Zoology. You have to have a proper respect for certain things. Yes. You don't know what you are dealing with. Speed. Accuracy. Venom. Death. Be careful with anointed people. Psalm 132. Verse 15. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Verse 16. I will clothe her priests with salvation and her saints shall shout with I will clothe the priests with salvation. Wow. Verse 17. Death will I make the horn of David to bat. The horn is like it's like to bat means to start to work, to start to grow. I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. I've ordained a lamp. My anointed will not be left in darkness. I've got a light for my anointed. And then as for his enemies, you see, I keep on warning you. He will clothe the enemies with shame. I will clothe the enemies with shame. But upon himself shall his crown flourish. So watch out. Anointing is not a small thing. Jesus is real. And as I'm preaching, he's here. And without the anointing, you cannot do very much. No matter the work you do. Even students, if you are an anointed student, it will be supernatural. It says, I've laid help for one that is anointed, one that is mighty. My servants, my students who are anointed, I'll help you. And God helped me throughout medical school. He helped me. I came out with flying colors. Flying colors. It's on record. A very difficult school. Yes. I've laid help for someone who is mighty. So God is helping you in your ministry today. He's here. Is real. And uh, as we believe in the power of God, we are going to see more manifestations of his grace working in your life. I'm seeing more manifestations and I'm praying for more manifestations. Angels are being sent to assist. God is helping you and his power is helping you. God is going to bless your life through his anointing. Now somebody say, please anoint us with oil. I can and I will. As for the anointing, if you stay around long enough, you will have the opportunity to be anointed. But that anointing oil, right, is a token of the real anointing, which is the Holy Spirit. That's what you need. You know, all my Christian life, I was never anointed with oil by anybody. Yeah. I was never anointed with oil by anybody. No one ever anointed me with oil. I've never, all through my Christian life, I've never anointed with... You see, the real oil is what you should seek for. The oil, yes, we anoint with oil because 
it also symbolic and depending on your faith, it can be like the real thing. But what you should seek for is that invisible oil. Now you see, you can't see oil on me. But you can see the effect of the oil. Yes. You can see the effect of the oil. So, brothers and sisters, you must all crave for more and more of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Jesus is going to do great things. And as he does greater and greater things, expect to see and expect to see God at work. I'm expecting, not I'm, expe- I'm expecting and, and I'm seeing him working. And one of the things that is also going to happen is your eyes will be anointed. To see more. You know, one day Jesus appeared to Kenneth Hagin in 1950 and told him something. He told him that sometimes I will anoint people in the, in the congregation whose eyes will open and they will see me standing by you. He told him, when you are praying for people, I'll be standing by you. Yeah. He told him. And you know, there was a man around the same time. He's, I'll, I'll not mention his name, but he's also a man of God. One night, they were having a church service. There were only f- about 50 people in the church. As he was preaching, you see how there's glass doors at the back there? He saw somebody standing behind. And he said, who is that? What what is happening there? And suddenly, Jesus came from behind eh, and walked through the congregation greeting On the right, on the left, on the right, on the left, on the right, on the left. And he walked up. You know, this is different from like one person seeing. This is 1954. He walked up to the stage where the pastor was. And he, instead of walking by the pulpit, he walked through the pulpit. And laid his hands on the pastor and the pastor fell to the ground and Jesus knelt down and continued speaking to everybody was watching and he was speaking to him in a language they could not understand and the man was answering back in English yes yes (laughs) we are talking about you see we are talking about (laughs) we are talking about anointing of eyes and God's presence. Yes. No, Jesus is real. It's very real. Yeah. It was, can I tell you, this vision was 1950. This one was 1950. You see, there's, it was an era. Things were happening. Yeah. He walked through. There were just about 50 people. He walked here. Walk here. Say, Hello. Was smiling. Everybody on the right, on the left. 
on the, Jesus is walking through here tonight. Yeah. It's beautiful. His presence comes as you obey him. Now, Kenneth Higgins, this great vision that he had in 1950 was one and a half hours long. He was just having about 50 people also in church. He said that day it rained the whole day, so people didn't come to church. So he called everybody. You see, that's why I say, don't be thinking, those of you who are shepherds, a few people have come. Listen, that's even where God can move more than any, anywhere else. God can do fantastic things. So, because there were so few people in church, he told them, it was in a town called Rockwell, he told them, all of you come around, come around. So they all came around. Uh, Let's just pray. People had not come to church. He said that he knelt down. When he knelt down, where the roof was, which was the roof of the tent, Jesus was there. And Jesus said, come, come. And took him one and a half hours. Started to talk to him. But there's one thing that I want you to see from this vision because it was long. He told him, for the last 15 years, you have been out of my will. For the last 15 years, you have been out of my will. And he told him, it is 1950. He said, it is 1949, last year, he gave him the month, that you entered my will. Yes, that was when you entered my will. And even when you entered my will, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Yeah. Now, do you know why? Because God had called him and had told him that he should teach and he should leave the church. He shouldn't be and if you know Kenneth Hagin, if you know his son, and you know him, if his son preaches and he preaches, it's like night and day. Both are anointed. Now this one is a pastor. This one is a prophet. So he, really he had no business in the church. He couldn't really understand what he was saying in certain regards. And Jesus told him, 12 years you were pastor. Three years you went to be an evangelist. I have not called you all this. But it is last year that you entered my will. Even that, you didn't do what I said because you were afraid of the people. You didn't want to teach the message I gave them. And he said, this is why many, he said, many people die before they enter the first, if ever enter the will of God. If you look at Jonah, chapter one, Jonah, chapter one, you watch it. He says, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah and saying, came, Go, go to Nineveh. You see, when you don't go to Nineveh, you know, all your problems begin with going to the wrong place. Go to Nineveh and cry against it. No, don't preach for, don't preach positive messages. Preach messages that are against the town. Verse three. But Jonah rose up. You see. 
God says, go to Nineveh, and he went to Tarshish. Now, what happened? From the presence of the Lord. Immediately, there's a certain presence that is no more with you. And you may be doing good things, but not what he wants. He may be doing good things, but not what he wants. You know, you have to decide, Lord, I surrender my life. Now, uh, by the way, I can tell you this. This is going to shock you. This is going to shock you. Because Kennedy, Jesus explained, this, this, this is the part of the vision I think affects pastors more, more than. And he explained to him, he said that for the 15 years, I was waiting for you to wait on me. You, you, never, you were never waiting on me. You see, when you wait on God, you expose yourself to the will of God. That's why we made the prayer gardens. 100% answer prayer with, with rooms. With rooms for people to go and wait on God. And it will always be used for that. And you see Christians don't know how to wait on God. Because I'll tell you that if you even prayed. And you, do, you, like, you can't even hear clearly. And you just say, Lord, let thy will be done. That alone guarantees that God will intervene in your circumstance. And start to guide your life. People don't go and wait on God. A year cannot pass without me going several times away to go and wait on God. No. 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 I wait on God. I, I, you see, I wait on God to hear. Not if, Sometimes I can wait I don't hear anything. But I've waited on him. He said, 15 years. They said, last year you entered my will. And then he told him, if you continue, I'll appear to you again. Yeah. So, look, look at it. Go to Nineveh. Straight away, you are going to a different place. Different place. Verse 3. Go down. And he rose up to, to Tarshish. And straight away, away from the presence of the Lord. Went down to Joppa. Huh? No, 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 no. Went down to Joppa. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them t- to Tarshish away from the presence of the Lord. Going away from the will of God is going away from his presence. And what are you going to do without his presence? What are you going to do without his anointing? You are at the mercy of your flesh and the devils. You know, I'll tell you young man, you should be sad that if God gives you a grandmother and says, that's your wife. You should start jumping. Say, thank God for grandma. I love you. Will you marry me? Grandma, darling. Yes. Rather than following your eyes. It's better to have the presence of God. With a grandmother. Whose breasts have turned into Chaliwati. It's better. It's better. And verse 4. What happened in verse 4? But the Lord sent out a great wind. The wind that is blowing in your life is because you are out of his will. You are out of his will. I'm telling you. And you see, when you become a good Christian, when you become a Christian, you can do good things, but not his will. 
Yeah, that's the dangerous part about being a Christian. You'll be doing good things, but that's not his will. That's not his will. That's not really what he wants. So, the anointing is what beats down the foes. So, you don't go, if you go to where he says you should go, the anointing on you, you see, you, you, you'll be surprised that enemies will be beaten down. Many years ago, we came, that time we were renting a place. We came to church and the security guard came to lock the door. We shouldn't come in. We saw some other authorities, they opened for us. Then this man continued. You know, that is where I learned. If somebody really will affect the will of God, God will clear the person. The man died. And others didn't die. But that particular man died. Yes, he died. I mean, he was removed. Because this is Lighthouse, he was trying to end it. Yeah, it was like he was trying to end the whole of Lighthouse. Because we would have ended there. <laughs> We would have ended that. That is like the whole. So it's like. You should be careful. It was a bigger anointing than they could recognize. Yeah. So if you want God's power. On your life. You need to wait on God. And you need to seek his face. What, what do you want me to do? Otherwise. You'll just be subject to two things. Your flesh. Which is already in difficulty. And number two. The devils. Which. Are present and you can't even detect. You see the temptation, the testing, the deception, the lie, the opposition. They are all things that they are, they are present. Ever present. So, guaranteed anointing. It's not the oil poured on you tonight. But, going to Nineveh. That guarantees his presence. That guarantees his presence. Go to Nineveh. Stop fooling around. Do what I say. Do what I say. I have not heard this, but how can I know? Learn to just wait on God and finish praying without even hearing anything. Just read your Bible and pray. That's all. That will be done. That will be done. It will be done. It will be done. That will, that, what will happen from then on is the will of God. You lack anointing because you are not in Nineveh. You are in Tashish. You are on a ship. You are going the wrong direction. But you become anointed and empowered. 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 Money comes to assist those who are doing his will. You will not even pray for it. You will not even pray for it. You will not even pray for it. You will hear me preaching and preaching and preaching. The only time I'll mention mine is we are taking offering. And by the grace of God. By the grace of God. You watch and see. You see, first love, these are our children. The, the income of even these small children will be more than most of the churches around. You watch and see. Small, small boys and girls. Receive it. 
I don't want to say it in the wrong way that there is money in Nineveh. There is presence. With presence is all these other things. So as we go tonight, let us look for his presence. And let us be careful. You know what you respect and what you fear to come towards you. These days I'm very sensitive to people who don't receive what I'm saying. I don't want to talk when I see them. I don't want to share. I've noticed that I don't want to share. Yeah. Because I can sense I'm wasting my time. Because God shows me they are not receiving. They can't receive. They don't want to receive. Open your heart, my friend. Open your heart. You can't do much. The opposition is too much in the natural and in the spirit. It's too much on the right and on the left. You need power. You need power. Power. Power against the power. Power against power. Power against power. There is a power that is in my life. And it's working against power. You think there are no devils that are against me? <laughs> One day I saw, you, spirits are like animals. I've seen big sized monkeys and small ones. My eyes just open like that. Like how you see the ceiling move and then you see the roofing sheet. I've seen it like that. And they are there. Then it just closes. Yeah. I've seen the devil. It's real. Very real. You know, the other day I was watching a, what do you call it about Saddam Hussein? And you can see demons. Murder. He could just turn around his best friend, kill his best friend. He said, because when I kill my best friend, my enemies will know that I'm very dangerous. That was his reason. Yes. He, he, he accused everybody of the highest crimes. That's why I said, when you hear accusations against you know the presence of the and his whole house is like demons. Yeah. He he, he said he just had a party meeting, he had the party meeting, he made somebody come with a speech. And a person tortured him and he said, Come and read the speech. He said, Since nineteen whatever, we I have been plotting with the following people against the party. These are the people that have been plotting against the state with number one. And they were all sitting there. The mission was what are you saying? They mentioned it. They took them out and executed them straight away. Yes. You, you can't believe what he's going to do. Deception, lying, murder, and treachery, and accusation. All this, they are all together. Where you see it, you know it's demons. And without anointing, this, when you see it, you see it's clear. But in your real life, there's a lot of deception. You are meeting somebody who is already deceiving you. She's going to marry. The hair is, look, when you see the person in a real, with a real hair, you know, one day we had a camp and I told the girls, come with your, your natural hair, your hair. We were shocked. We were, we were, we, we were, we were terrified. We were horrified. We called them beloved. Doctor Go, there's deception all around. Yes. There's opposition. Treachery, disloyalty, Judas. When you see disloyal people who are dis- ah, Satan in the church, big time. 
I thank God for the anointing that is on my life. And you can imagine me in my room praying every day for anointing. I pray for anointing. You know, I can spend the whole night, I can pray for five hours for anointing. For the Holy Spirit. Spirit of revelation. Spirit of, Holy Spirit help me for five hours. Whilst you don't seem to need it. You just want somebody to pour olive oil on your head. Look for the real anointing of the Holy Spirit's presence on your life. Your life is never going to be the same again. And as you move through life, you'll be weak, few, small, but there you touch it. There you touch it. (laughs) These days, I don't like to prophesy negative things because they happen. They happen. I remember somebody doing an evil to me and I realized my powers were finished. So I went to my room. I went to my room. I'll beat down their foes. I'll plague them that hate you. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay them. I will have my payment schedules. Father, thank you for the grace. How many want Jesus to walk amongst us in a wonderful way? It's beautiful. No, Jesus is real. When I read that, Jesus told Kenneth Hagin that I will anoint people. Their eyes will open. It's, it's something that happened. I'll be preaching. A lady walked up to me. She said, young man, come here. She said, I'm 72 years old or so. She said, did you know that when you were preaching, Jesus was walking behind you? I said, me? She said, yes. I said, I don't know. I've not seen him. She said he was walking up and down. And she told me, it's a rare thing. She told me, I see visions in three dimensions. You see the person physically. Like this, the person, the table, this, a chair. I see in three dimensions. Not this one that you see that I saw something. Something like a headache that is mixing up with. He said, three dimensions. Yeah. She told me, a a white woman. I saw her once. I've never seen her again. She was quite old. I wouldn't be surprised if she's with the Lord. She said, did you know that he was walking behind you? He's here. He's here. I will beat down your foes. And I'll plague them that hate you. Father, thank you for all the anointed children that are here. Whatever opposes them, let it be beaten down. Whatever tempts them, temptations, temptations. Let it be beaten down. Whatever deceives them. Lord, don't let your children be deceived. Whatever is lying to them and deceiving. Beat it down in Jesus' name. Plague it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Whatever is accusing them. Whatever is accusing them. Embarrassing them. Intimidating them. Humiliating your servant. Let it be a curse tonight in Jesus' name. 
whatever wants to kill your servants. Killers, murderers, armed robbers. Plague them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let them be found no more. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now lift your hand and ask God for the holy oil. He said, I will put my holy oil upon you. Receive it. I see oil coming on you from heaven. Oil comes on you from heaven. Thank you, Lord. You are not going to be out of the will of God for 15 years. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. businessman, whether you are a politician, whether you are a pastor you are receiving the anointing on your life and your work. I have found my servant David and with my holy oil I have anointed him Father thank you all the pastors are wonderfully anointed the kings are wonderfully anointed the servants are wonderfully anointed The businessmen are wonderfully anointed. Your grace has fallen upon your children, Lord. Thanks a million, Lord, for your blessing that is so beautiful on our lives. Tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you. Just begin to thank him. Receive. Receive. God's helping you. God is lifting you up. I've exalted one chosen. I've exalted one chosen. I've laid help on one that is mighty. Receive God's help by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Receive God's help by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. God is helping you. Every crisis, every dark situation, every difficulty, everything you don't know how or where or what to do, God is helping you now. I'll break down their foes. Your foes are beating down. I will plague them that hate you. Those that hate you are plagued tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the blessed strength you are giving. All those watching, listening, are receiving the same anointing in this very moment. Receive the grace of God. Receive the reactionary anointing. May the anointing on your life react to the enemies of God and the enemies of the anointing. And those that touch the anointing will be clogged with shame and rebuke forever. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thanks. Thanks. Now say thanks to the Lord. Thanks. 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 Now listen, listen, listen. I'm going to give you something. You know, go to Nineveh. I want to charge you today to wait on God. You know, one day I had uh, Bishop Oedipo saying something. He said, you, know, you can't find anybody who is working for God well. 
who is, who is not waiting on God. He said he went to wait on God for three days to discover the secrets of Ezekiel. Ezekiel. You too. You see what Hagen was saying? Papa Hagen was saying. 15 years you have not been in my will. You have operated in my permissive will. I just allowed it. So the next phase of his ministry was just seven months. I think it was to catch up. He said, you have been the second phase for seven months and then now you are going to the third. He said, if you are faithful, you enter the fourth, the last phase of your ministry. He was only 33 years old at the time. He was 33 years old when he had this vision. Only 50 people came to church. Listen, you have to take the Bible. Let's say the book of Mark or Ephesians or the prophet Hosea or Micah or any book and say, I'm going to wait on God. Not to see a vision, to see Jesus or anything, just to wait on God. And a book, maybe that I have written or any other good Christian book. Say, I'm going to wait on God. This is my book here. This is my Bible. And this is my preaching message. And this is my music. Four things. Just be there. Just be there. In the present. Learn it. Learn it. Learn it. I tell you, if you don't learn, you see, I can pour oil on you. I can give you handkerchief. I can blow on you. There is no substitute for waiting on God. It's something you have to learn. How to wait on God. I've waited on God in hotels. In hotel rooms. I've waited on God in the gardens. I've waited on God in bare-chested. Different circumstances. I've traveled many times to wait on God. Far. Why do you think Jesus went to the wilderness or the mountains? When, you go, when we go to Israel, you'll be there in Israel. When we go to Israel, you see, you see the places Jesus went to wait on God. Very hot, oh. Very hot. It was very hot and sweaty. You'll never complain of sweating when you go. You'll never complain about years hot again. When you go to the, when you go to the wilderness, look, they'll show you the mount. Called, it, it is called the Mount of Temptation. You come out of Jerusalem and you go towards Jericho. And then there is a place you enter Jericho where uh, the sycamore tree. Then you go down. Then you see the rocks. Red rocks. Hot. hot. That's the mount of temptation. That's where Jesus went for the temptation. Yeah. He was led of the spirit into the wilderness. You see the wilderness for yourself. It's still there. You'll be there. Amen. How many are ready to wait on God? He says he went away from the presence of God. In other words, when he went, the presence of God was not with him anymore. The anointing was no more there. So I've given you master keys. Nineveh. Is, I always want to be in Nineveh. And I want to preach against what he says I should preach. Even if people don't like it. That's a key to the presence of God. Not pleasing people. Making people happy. What people like. Pleasing him. How many are ready to please him? He's standing here. They're ready to please him. He's watching you. He's watching. Thank you, Jesus. Raising up prophets in our midst. 
anointing eyes in our midst. Men who can see. Jesus, appear to your children. Let people have visions and see angels. Let people see you and know that you are real. Come amongst us, oh God. Raise up mighty, mighty, mighty servants, mighty men and women. Anoint kings, anoint businessmen, anoint politicians, Lord. Anoint powerful people with anointing. Let your mind, your hand help them. Thank you for your blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Every head bow. Everyone standing, please. Everyone standing. If you are not standing, close your eyes for one moment. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift your right hand. You want to say, Pastor, I want Jesus Christ as my Savior. I, want, I don't want to go to hell. I want God. I want Jesus. I need God. I need Jesus. Then lift your hand now, please. God wants to save you. God wants to save you. If you've lifted your hand, come. Come, come. Come from where you are standing. Come to me. Come to me. Come. 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 You lifted your hand. Quickly, quickly. Say this prayer. Say, Jesus. Close your eyes. Say, Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Master tonight. Wash me with the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for saving me forever. Please write my name. done something wonderful. You have done something wonderful in my life. In Jesus name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Just because it's called higher education doesn't mean high tuition costs have to be the norm. At Strayer University, we have the radical opinion that education should be affordable. With our graduation fund, you can earn up to 25% off your bachelor's degree tuition, making it all the more possible to succeed in today's world. Welcome to the future of education. Strayer University. Out with the old school. Strayer University is certified to operate by Chef.